So you might loop that task in with going out to lunch with your family, for example. Just like, hey, you know what? There's a nice Thai restaurant near this bank. All right. Heather and I are going to go open How this account. How did you know that's what we were doing today? That is exactly what we're doing. Going to open bank accounts and then going to a Thai restaurant. You're in hey, my man. head. You're in my head, man. It's scary. Jay, start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I watched an MMA fight in an empty gym on TV. On TV, I watched it. And it was really weird when that guy, Bruce Buffer, or whatever his name is, did the like, let's get ready to rumble. But there was no one there except for like the fighters and their two coaches. But he still brought it, man. He still brought it. <laughs> Michael Buffer is his name, I believe. And that voice, it's iconic, right? Uh, isn't that the dream on some level? If you can just get paid for one catchphrase your entire life? You know, you say a few sentences, you come out, you just say, let's get ready to rumble. And then you make... Lord knows. I wonder how much that dude makes just to come out and say that. <laughs> well, I mean, he's... he's <laughs> and you get to travel. You yeah, get to travel he's, around. He's a celebrity in his own right, even though I maybe butchered his name. Like, we, kn I know what he looks like, and I know what his voice sounds like. I will say, I, I, I don't think we're giving him enough credit, because let's get ready to rumble thing. Okay, we can all pretend to do that. But some of the names that he pronounces... Are difficult. Like you know, he has to do some research and some work yeah, with that. Of course. Um, so he needs a day to prepare. Yeah, or I mean, I was going to give him an hour, but a day, a day. I mean, maybe if it's a tough name, you know. But anyway. yeah, it was it was pretty funny to watch him get all jacked up to a crowd of no one. Whereas, like before, that would have been a, a huge crowd. You know, let's say twenty thousand people in a stadium. Um, but that just goes to show you, you know. Sometimes you just bring it like you, you bring it regardless of who's around or, or how it is like it's your job. He knows he has to do a good job. He did it. It was cool. That's called being a professional, right? That's what you do. And you can do that at any level, right? You come to your work and you treat it as if you are a professional. And I, I often say that to myself, Trav, actually, uh, sometimes when I get stuck in my work, and I have some decisions to make, or I just can't figure something out. I, I actually say this internally. I say, what what would a professional do right now? And then I try to try to operate from that mindset because you want to bring your A game, you know? I, I'd prefer if you did it not internally, but externally, like in a mirror, you're like, Jay, what would a professional do right now? What would Michael what would a professional do, do right, right now? now? <laughs> Michael Buffer. WWM. Is that WW? <laughs> what would Michael Buffer do? <laughs> WWMBD. Yeah, MBD. There you go. MBD. Um, what's funny is that I thought of that not even then realizing that what we wanted to talk about today was buffers. So there's like two segues here. One, our intro, that whole like no holds barred, you know, kind of imitating Michael Buffer. 
if that is his name. Um, but then we are actually talking about this idea of buffers today because before we got on the mic, you asked me a really simple question. We could just pose it to me again and we'll kind of lead off the podcast with why we're talking about this. I asked you if you were recovered from your flight with the kids yet and actually listening to your intro today, I was going to say, oh, he sounds a little sleepy. I'm not sure if he's totally recovered, but anybody that's traveled with small kids knows it, it could take multiple days, if not weeks, to uh, physically and psychologically <laughs> recover <laughs> from a flight with kids. <laughs> Completely. And this is a topic we've talked about at length when we do our challenges and when we've kind of had people in our Lifestyle Launch Academy and things like that. And, and we've probably danced around it a bit. And you may have heard us just mention it a tiny bit if you've listened to the podcast before, but it's not one that I think we've ever dove completely into. And that is kind of, if we're looking at our triangle freedom of financial freedom, time freedom, and location freedom, this is now falling in that bucket of time freedom with a, with a spin, like there is some location freedom tied up in this. And it's this idea of having buffers around your big rocks. And when we talk about big rocks and we've done a podcast all about that, these are the these are bigger things that you're doing in life. And whether that be personal level stuff like oh you're you know you're getting married or you're having a kid or you know anything like that or you're getting or you're leaving your job or you're changing jobs, right? Kind of the life things or whether it be um travels a part of that or whether it be business stuff, like you're running a big project, right? You have to, whenever there's these big things that are happening in your life that are taking, and big rocks are stuff that take up emotional energy, mental energy, time, you know, there are these things that are going to suck that, even if it's a positive thing that you're doing, and travel is one of those, right? So when I used to travel, it was this idea that Oh, we're leaving on Thursday. Okay, well, I can work right up to like Wednesday night. And then we're getting home on, let's say, a Sunday. Well, Monday, you know, I'm going to jam pack my calendar to get back right into work. And what I came to realize, Jay, was that that was not an effective strategy for me. And I, I don't think it's effective for most people because even if you're not traveling with kids, let's say you're just traveling solo, even if you're doing a, like a six hour road trip to grandma's house and coming back. You want to build this buffer around stuff like this, like travel to say, well, okay, if I'm coming home on a Sunday, Monday, I'm probably not going to be ready to go. Like I might want to go be ready to go. I might want to, you know, jump right back into it, but I have to be a bit realistic with myself and realize, okay, there's going to be stuff that comes up that might need my attention. Maybe your plane's delayed or something big like that, or maybe it's just, hey, you got in late. And when you woke up, you know, you looked around and there was bags and boxes everywhere. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I can't function at the level that I want to because there's other things taking up space in my head. Oh yeah. It's going back to the old adage we've talked about on the show before. I don't know how old the adage is, but uh, the idea that you overestimate what you can get done in a day and underestimate what you can get done in a year. And part of that overestimating what you can get done in a day, I feel, comes from what you're talking about, what you're describing, which is these unexpected things that come up. And, and those aren't necessarily unexpected tasks. Sometimes it's just unexpected emotions, right? You wake up and you're just, you're not feeling it that day. 
for whatever, or you can't get into the flow, or you just feel whatever, or maybe you're feeling great and you're just like, hey, I just want to get outside. I need this for my soul. You know, I can't do the work thing right now. And I think the buffer thing is a great way to kind of encapsulate that whole saying, right? And just this idea of, uh, uh, listen, I think what we're most about more than anything when it comes to lifestyle business and all the stuff that we teach in the Lifestyle Launch Academy and help people with the challenge with and everything is integrating your work and living a more holistic life, right? Where there's, you have this balance where, where, you know, you have work you enjoy, you make good money, and you're also having the lifestyle that you want. And and all of that's coming together in a way that's organic. Not that that happens every day of your life, but it's these mindset strategies that, uh, that we are sharing. One of them being this idea of building in buffers that sets you up for a foundation to be I guess mentally stronger and maybe more mentally healthy day in and day out because you're not setting yourself up for disappointment. You're not creating expectations that you cannot fulfill because you know, hey, like I've been through this before. Like you said, you're traveling. You can't expect to just sit down. You probably could sit down and knock out a bunch of work the day after traveling, but realistically, are you going to? You know, that's the kind of thing you're talking about. And one of the big words that came to my mind when you were saying all that is guilt, right? Like that is that that has killed many an entrepreneur at least for a day, for a month, for a year, maybe maybe forever. Like someone's gotten out of the entrepreneur game or thought they couldn't even get into the game because of this guilt. And that's where setting realistic expectations come in. If I expect to come in on Monday and just crush it and like, oh my gosh, well, I've got all this stuff lined up and here we go. And, and I'm going to do my best work. I, I might as well shoot a video during lunchtime because I, you know, I've missed out on so much stuff the last week or two while I was traveling, blah, blah, blah. When I don't accomplish that, I'm going to feel guilty at the end of the night or I'm going to feel guilty throughout the day because I'm not getting stuff done. Even yesterday, I, I made a schedule for today because tomorrow we are we are traveling again. We are coming from my parents' house where we flew into and driving the 10 hours back to North Carolina. And so I have a lot on my plate today, but I put it in the calendar and I so, showed it to Heather. I'm like, does this seem realistic? Like, am I putting too much on there? And I, and she was like, I think there's a little too much on there. So I had to look and say, well, what are the things on this list that have to get done before we go tomorrow, right? Like, okay, well, I have to pack. All right, Jay and I have our team, our call, and we're recording here. You know, we have our location indie team call, like things that have to get done. Okay, what doesn't have to, we have to open bank accounts because it's with a local bank here, right? What doesn't have to get done? All right, me going back and kind of reconciling a financial spreadsheet that I want to get done. Okay. Well, that can get done on Thursday. Like, you know, it's not going to be any harder. It's not like someone doesn't need it right now. And so, you know, I still realize there are times where I am unrealistic with my expectations and it helps to have someone to ask. But I think just knowing when you have the big rocks and saying, I have to build a buffer around this. And, and in our case here, Jay, you know, for me, that looked like we got flew home on a Friday night. We got into Philadelphia, but really... Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, we're here in Philadelphia. So it's like this interim period. And then we're driving back to North Carolina on Wednesday. So I knew I had four days in here where I couldn't push the work aspect. Like, you know, the stuff that needed to get done is going to get done. We've gotten on some calls. We've done some important stuff. But I knew that a lot of that time was going to be spending time with family and packing stuff up to get ready for this last trip. And so 
I, I know that probably until next Monday it is not going to be when I'm back to normal. Like next Monday, I've said is the day to be back to normal, even though we flew in Friday. Like that's a pretty big buffer, but there's travel in between there. And so that is just something that has put me at peace over the last four days because I'm not sitting here feeling guilty or like, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing this. Like, no, okay, get done what needs to be done and realize that you're going to get back to it on on that next Monday, which is a realistic time frame. Yeah, I have a thought about this too. There's you you mentioned the list, the laundry list we'll say of things that needed to get done for you to uh it, it, this week, right? And then certain things rise to the top because, you know, they're more necessary and they're more immediate and other things you're like, "Well, I could just put this off because nobody needs this right now." And therefore, you're incorporating incorporating that into your buffer, right? Because you're like, "I need to get these things done." But another another approach to that uh, I feel like there's always things that need to get done, right? And certain, certainly everybody knows what that means for themselves, right? Like certain things can't wait. But another approach to that, if, if you have this buffer you're working with, you're setting yourself up for, is being intentional with the types of tasks that might work within that buffer. So for example, Trav, you, you want to spend time with family, you know, you're going to go back to North Carolina, you got to pack up all this stuff. You have some of the tasks that you got to do that are like immediate, but also... I'd say like recording a podcast and getting on phone calls where, where you can be kind of walking and doing things or like a podcast is more fun work. You know, maybe that fits more into the buffer. Like you're getting things done, but it's 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 the, the type of task that maybe is, yeah, less in, uh, a little more enjoyable, a little less maybe screen intensive. It, it really depends on your personalities, which goes back to the, the holistic thing. It, it doesn't mean that you can't be... Uh, really productive during these buffer periods. It's just that you might want to pick and choose the things that you do in in order to to maintain a level of productivity if that's if that's important to you in, in that buffer zone. And realizing what your surroundings are going to be like. So for here at my right. parents' house, like when you're I'm traveling, not in, yeah, yeah, I'm not in my home office, right? So you and I no. just actually talked about this. I, you know, you're at your office. I'm like, oh, that looks so nice. Like everything's set up, right? I'm not at my home office. So as you mentioned. For me, the tasks that I can't really accomplish effectively right now are like sit down and be super creative or think really big picture type tasks. Oh, I'm not going to outline, you know, the whole plan for our next challenge or our next launch that's going to take a couple days and and really be these brain intensive tasks that that kind of, you know, don't get done in one shot. What I can do, as you mentioned, is like I guess we'll call them one-shot tasks. I can sit down and record a podcast with you and boom, it's done. Okay, was fun and it's done in one shot. And so for me, in those like in-between times, like like right after the big rock stuff, those one-shot tasks are super important to me because they do need to get done and there's a sense of accomplishment. But I also, there, there's a line, right, that's drawn. It's like, well, this is finished okay, you're good. Like opening a bank account has to happen, but I go and I do it and it's done. It's not something that will carry on for a few days. Yeah. And you can incorporate it into maybe some other things that you know you're going to enjoy doing because you're setting yourself up for this buffer, right? So you might loop that task in with going out to lunch with your family, for example. Just like, hey, you know what? There's a nice Thai restaurant near this bank. All right. Heather and I are going to go open How this account. How did you know that's what we were doing today? That is exactly what we're doing. Going to open bank accounts and then going to a Thai restaurant. 
You're in hey, my man. head. You're in my do head. I know, I, I, I know what you do when you're home. I, I know That's exactly true. what Thai restaurant you're going to. That's true. Well. That's true. Okay. Yeah. I've eaten there with you and it's very good. What, what's the yeah. owner's name again? We should give her a shout Nui. out. Nui. Yeah. Shout out to Nui. Yeah. Nui, if you're listening, yeah. shout out to you. Shout Making my Tuesday you. a bit more enjoyable. Yeah. So, you know, again, I think this just comes back to figuring out these mindset techniques and strategies and, and, and really simple things to latch on to. A buffer is a pretty easy word to remember, right? It's a pretty easy concept to visualize for yourself. I feel, at least in my head, when I, when I, it, when I hear the word uh, like a buffer for myself, it, it kind of gives me like a cozy, warm feeling, right? Like, okay, I, you know, like in your situation, I'm getting off the road. I know I need three or four days to kind of sort things out. I'm going to build this buffer. And then you, you have this, like you said, a guilt, more of a guilt-free kind of approach to that time. And then you can fill it in a way that's still productive if you want, but it doesn't have to be ridden with guilt, I guess we would say, is the thing we kind of keep coming back to. So remember to build in those buffers. And I think also, Trav, one other thing is this is, I know we're coming to a close here pretty shortly, but this is a, there's a bit of a learning curve for this as well. I think, I think we've all been in the place where we just, in our heads, we think we're going to do more than, than we are. And then we realize that it's just really not possible for a variety of reasons. Sometimes it's the headspace you're in, the physical exhaustion, whatever the case is. The, the, like you said, the physical room you're in sometimes if you're if you're in, in a situation where it's just not going to work with a certain type of uh, task. So, you know, there's a bit of paying attention and knowing thyself, as always, when it comes to these types of things. But if you can just take away from this episode that one concept of building in a buffer when you're traveling around, when you're doing X, Y, or Z thing, when you know you need a bit of a buffer. And again, that's not to say that you're not going to, maybe you'll be ultra productive or way more productive than you thought you were going to be. But it's a way to, I feel like, set yourself up for um, success and feeling good. And then, and then seeing what happens and filling that time in a way that's maybe a little bit more holistic and healthy, I would say. Yeah. And I would say that this is a bit of an, even though it's an easy idea to grasp, it's a bit of an advanced concept because where buffers are truly effective is when you already know what big rocks are coming up, right? You know when your travel is. You know when um, you have weddings that you're going to, or you know you're going to see family, and and you know you're going to be with them for a couple of days, or or you have a big project at work. And so, you know, for some people they might be listening, like, well, yeah, of course I know all this stuff. And other people might be like Jay and I for of a couple of years going to be like, yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing next month. And so for us. The first step was going, looking at a yearly calendar. And again, do as we say, not as we always, as we do. We're, you know, we're not perfect by any means at this, but looking at a yearly calendar and putting those big rocks in. And that's something we teach inside of Lifestyle Launch Academy is like, let's put those big rocks in when we're looking at your next year, right? Let's start with that. Let's figure out first what the big rocks are going to be and then put them on the calendar so then you can create the buffer around them because it becomes very hard to create a buffer if you don't know when something is happening. You know, if you know, hey, in June, I'm traveling uh, for 10 days. Well, okay, boom, that's a really easy one. Well, let's cut a couple days on one side and a couple days on the other side is your buffer period. But if you don't know when you're traveling, you know, it's harder to build that buffer in. You have to do it on the fly, which is possible. 
but it's easier to do and easier to wrap your head around and easier to have less guilt when you know it ahead of time. So yeah, take this buffer idea. And if you're someone who's already planned out pretty well, add those buffer days in around it. And if you're not, start thinking about what your big rocks are over the next three months, six months, a year, and then start saying, how much of a buffer do I need around each one of these? And you'll start to realize, you know, based on your life situation, how much buffer time you need. Some of you might need a day after you get back from traveling. Some of you, like we talked about, might need a couple days because you have kids and you have everyone else to get ready to get back into their regular swing of things too. So you'll start to learn that as you go, but start building it in now so that you can have that learning process. Yes. And you know what helps? Community, support, little training, one-on-one mentoring, all this stuff that we do over at Location Indie and with our Lifestyle Launch Academy. If you go over to Location Indie, I-N-D-I-E.com, you can sign up for our main newsletter there. We have an awesome newsletter that gives you uh, all kinds of helpful links and lets you know what's going on in our world as Chris is buzzing us out here. Um, and uh, you can keep in touch, find out when we open up the Location Indie community again, which is raging right now. It's awesome to see everybody connecting in there and holding each other accountable. And really, you need that that kind of support to to make progress. And it's all, you hear what we talk about on the podcast. It's, it's all... Uh, like-minded folks that are just into, hey, let's have a good lifestyle. Let's build business, have a good lifestyle and uh, you know, make an impact and, and do some cool stuff and live a good life. So that's what we're all about. And if you've stayed with us through the whole podcast, you deserve this little nugget of wisdom. Michael Buffer is the ring announcer for boxing and WWE. He has a brother named Bruce Buffer, who is the ring announcer for MMA fights. Now that is a family Ooh, with some crazy wow. vocal cords. I just figured that out. So turns out we were both right, Jay. You're Michael Buffer's the let's get ready to rumble guy, and Bruce Buffer is the MMA one that says like his catchphrase is it's time. Which okay. There you go. It's time. So Michael Buffer, <laughs> Bruce Buffer. What well, was that household like growing up? Were they just yelling catchphrases at each other listen, all day, every day I, in the basement? I just gonna throw my hat into the ring. If there's another sport that's created that gets or one that's already exists that gets really big, Muay Thai or, or something like that, and they need an announcer, uh, I'm just gonna throw it out. I I am available, and I I don't know. I could say something like, "Here we go." Actually, if there's not a third buffer brother, then you're in. Chat soon, guys. <laughs> See ya.